You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams with host Brenda and Jordy on CITR 101.9, exploring local music and local food. Tune in to learn about the best eats and tunes from your neighborhood and a weekly pairing for your date calendar. Warning, the endorsements and criticism expressed during the show are the opinions of the hosts, unless clearly identified as advertising. Put in your earbuds and fire up your taste buds. It's Peanut Butter and Jams. Welcome to Peanut Butter and Jams. That was uh, the Falcons. I wanted to say Shadowy Men from a Shadowy Planet, but it's a it's a local band called the Falcons from their new album, EP Collection, which I guess is a collection of old albums. With me in the studio is Brenda and Gray. Gray's still with us. Uh, if you were listening to the last show, um, Gray has been sitting in on a. Uh, on, on some radio shows, what have, what have you been doing here today? Um, I just came to sit in on butter on bread. Yeah, are you friends? 
with uh, with him? Well, we met, yeah, briefly. So yeah. he said I could come listen to his show. So I didn't, yeah, I took off the opportunity. I took up the opportunity. So yeah. and you've got some similar taste in music, you and Ryan. Yeah. And you picked some tracks for his show. I did. Nice. What did you pick? Um, I picked um, a band called Andrew Jackson Jihad. Um, I picked a um, Mad Villain, if you know who that I, is. I love Mad Villain. Yeah. And then I picked a um, Swedish electronic producer named Solai. Solai. Yeah. Mm, I don't know that. Yeah, Maybe I'll, I'll have to go back and listen to the show. Mm-hmm. So if you missed Ryan's show, then you should check out the podcast at CITR.ca. Uh, just a little word, just to remind you what you're listening to. You're listening to Peanut Butter and Jams, and we cover local food and local music. Yeah, and um, if you have any uh, questions for us, uh, send, you can send us an email at radio at gmail.com. And uh, we do check it regularly. Um, so if you want us to cover anything, you want to comment on the show, Send us, a, send us a line. If you want to talk, tell us how much you like the show, we also have a Facebook page that you can like us on. Um, let's go into the next song. Um, this is by Bleeding Hearts. And uh, this is off their self-titled release, uh, Walls Come Tumbling Down. And afterwards, Brenda is going to tell us all about what we're going to be talking about this show.
And that was Bleeding Hearts. And uh, we have some friends in that band. They do well. And their next song is starting up. We're just going to play that quietly in the background. Ooh, background music. Background music. And um, so what do we have planned for this show, Brenda? Well, Jordy and his girlfriend Darcy are going to do a review of La Brasserie. That's correct. And um, we're going to do a pairing. Yes. What's a pairing, Brenda? A pairing is when we recommend a local show to you to go to in the upcoming week. Usually it happens to be on the weekend, and in this case, it is no different. Uh, So we're going to recommend a show and then a restaurant that you can go to before the show. And is we might talk about some other things. Um, We might talk about... We, uh, Jordi and I, uh, both went separately to Cafe Medina... Well, I went a while ago, but she's been recently. I have been recently. So so. her memory is fresher, so we might have a little debate about Cafe Medina. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to talk a bit about what we had for breakfast. Yeah. Great. Do you have any restaurants in town that you want to talk about? Um, There's a uh, food truck. Oh, which one? Um, I love food trucks. It's uh, Mom's Grilled Cheese. Have you ever heard of it? No, No, where is it? It's downtown. I'm not sure where downtown. It's actually, it's like right next to the art gallery, and they have... Right. Some of the best grilled cheese I've ever had. Like, they have this one called the Jackson 3, which is, like, three different... It's, like, a triple-decker grilled cheese with three different kinds of cheeses. Oh, that sounds really good. good. I really like grilled cheese sandwiches, too. So, um, that sounds pretty great. Are they... uh, They're just open during the day? Uh, Yeah, they're open um, on weekdays, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, uh, check that out. Do you know if they're open on weekends? No, they're not. Ah. Yeah, I know. Just for for the work week. Okay, well, we're going to play a song uh, that Gray wanted to hear now. Um, This is by... Bad, Bad, Not Good. Tell us a little bit. What do you know about Bad, Bad, Not Um, Good? I know that they're a Canadian jazz trio who cover, um, like, they have, like, a jazz sound, but they cover a lot of hip-hop. Yeah, that's pretty much all I can say. They also have a uh, Joy Division cover. Oh, cool, cool. That's pretty good. So uh, you can check them out on their Bandcamp if uh, you you like this. Uh, And it's Bad, Bad, Not Good. And uh, this song is called Fall in Love.
How much do you know about bikes? Everything? Perfect. Nothing at all? Even better. At the UBC Bike Kitchen, you can use our space and tools to do your own bike maintenance, get one-on-one -on -one instruction on how to fix your bike yourself, or drop your bike off for us to repair. You can also buy a fully refurbished, guaranteed used bicycle, or a variety of new and used parts and accessories. The Bike Kitchen is UBC's non-profit, student-owned, full-service bike shop. We're located in the basement of the Student Union Building. Just look for the stairwell on the north side of the sub across from Gage Towers or search for the UBC Bike Kitchen on Facebook. Stop by the Bike Kitchen and then get riding. Chris Terrific. There always wanted his character to be bigger than life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is without question the greatest sports and entertainment event of all time. Be a part of it Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. The Parts Unknown Show on 101.9 CITR. Sometimes cosmoses collide. I don't know if that gives you a good impression of what Chris's show sounds like. It makes it sound like it's a sci-fi suspense thriller. Yeah. Mostly he plays local pop music and other pop music. Yeah, like grungy pop music. Yeah, pop music and some punk. Yeah, and some old stuff thrown in there occasionally. Yeah. We, li we like his show. I like his show. A lot. Yeah, I, th I think he's got a great show. Yeah, he used to sub on Radio 3, so he is... Uh, he's More got professional than us. I don't know if he's professional. He's definitely got personality. Well, he did get paid. He did get paid. kind of the definition. You're right, you're right. Uh, and Chris, Chris Rific, as he performs under Just Released 7 Inch last weekend, last Saturday at Little Mountain Studios... We couldn't find a copy of it in the CITR bin of seven inches, which means Chris hasn't brought it in yet. Chris, give us your record. Give it to Sarah, the music director. Yeah, I saw. They're waiting. Sorry. I said they are waiting. We are waiting. Yeah. Not so patiently. Uh, yeah, the night before, I actually saw him play our banquet uh, for Half Chinese's a vinyl release party, and um, which was very entertaining. It was a lovely show. That's great. Where was it? <laughs> at the art bank. Where's the art bank? Uh, it's right close to... Um, it was just an art space next to the Princeton. The Princeton Hotel, where you can go do karaoke on Sunday nights. And everyone loves that. Uh, Brenda, did you have any questions you wanted to ask everyone? Oh, yeah. I wanted to ask people what they ate for breakfast, since this is something we like to ask people. It is always an interesting answer. Let's start with Gray, the guest. Um, okay, so, um, kind of a funny story. I didn't actually have breakfast. Oh, uh, it's the most important meal of the day. I, Boo. I, I need to eat it. I had, actually, I had an equivalent to breakfast, I guess. I had a bowl of cereal, but, you that, know, it's That's breakfast. Special. What kind of cereal did you have? Um, I think Cheerios. Do you have fruit on it? What? Do you have fruit on it? 
Nope. Did you have milk on it? Yes. Okay, well, that's that's fine. That's an acceptable breakfast. But like sugar? I, I like cereal. Honey? No, frosted? I, nope, just regular. Healthy healthy Cheerios. Just regular, straight Cheerios. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, do you have a favorite cereal? Um, Life. Do you know Life? Yeah, I know Life cereal. That's probably that's pretty good. What about you, Jordy? What kind of cereal do you oh, enjoy? That's my favorite cereal. Um... I think Crispix is my favorite, but it's too expensive. Really? It's the best cereal, but it's yeah, so Crispix expensive. Yeah, really Crispix mm. really good. What's your favorite cereal? I can't... I'm, I'm really trying hard to remember. I can't remember. I, I, in general, don't like cereals that turn my milk colors. So you don't like oh, Fruit yeah. Loops? Yeah, oh, disgusting. What if it's... But do you like healthy cereals? Do you like, like, Shreddies or Corn Flakes or Cheerios? Um, I like Cheerios a lot, but I find I can eat, like, five bowls of it and still be hungry. Because yeah. they're hollow. Yes, they are. <laughs> so you make Cheerios that are just, like, balls. <laughs> you just, might get, be getting your yeah. eat nutrients, but you're uh, not getting much substance. What did you have for breakfast, Brenda? Um, I had uh, some strawberries left over from the night before and two banana chocolate chip muffins. That sounds very good. That sounds that sounds like a pretty substantive breakfast. It's pretty tasty. <laughs> so, Jordy, what did you eat for breakfast? I had pie left over from the night before because yesterday was pie day, so we made a pie. Um, it was... Can you tell us about this pie day? Pie day, it happens once a year, but don't worry if you missed it because I'll, t- I'll get to that later. Pie day happens on March 14th because it's 314... And uh, a little math joke. Ah. <laughs> um, and so, and you can also eat pie on that day. It also happens to be Albert Einstein's birthday. Uh, yeah, so we were reading on Wikipedia, <laughs> a source of all knowledge, uh, that there's a little town in New Jersey, was it, that has um, Albert Einstein look like and pie competitions. On Pi Day. I think that should happen in Vancouver. Really? We could that would be great. start it. We should totally do that. that we should would just be... start like a festival. We should We've got one year starting well, we've got three hundred and sixty five days yeah. to get it going. So let's get on it, Vancouver. And me yeah. and Gray will help. We should start like a petition. That would be awesome. Yeah. For to nationally recognize Pi Day? Yeah. I think it should be nationally that should be a holiday. Like International Women's Day. Much yeah. like International Women's Day. And Secretary's Day. Oh, well, I don't think they call them secretaries anymore. I think they still call it Secretary's Day, though. Or Administrative... They don't call it Administrative Assistance Day, day. do they? I, I don't know. It is an exciting day where you're supposed to thank your administrative professional. Do you Sorry. Have, did you thank yours? Did you um, thank Thank Corey? you, Corey. <laughs> thank you, Corey, for dealing with all our spreadsheets. I think... I think we've talked for a little while now. We should probably um, alleviate our listeners' pain and put some music on. Yeah, I think so. All right, let's put on... um, This is a new album by Said the Whale. Um, This is from their new album, Little Mountain. My grandfather picks wildflowers at the top of the hill upon the mountainside. Their size Up over the ridge And through the valleys Picking flowers by the river 
You can take care of her And when you wake up She'll always be there by your side My grandfather picks wildflowers At the top of the hill Upon the mountainside And he writes the names In the back of his Rocky Mountain Wildflowers field guide Up over True love, you do everything you can. She will always be there when you wake up. My grandfather taught me that picking flowers is worthwhile when you're doing it for your true love. And when you see her smiles like big skies,
wondering where the day went. Lamenting a lack of hip-hop in Van City? Fret not. Union Events is proud to present Australia's hip-hop giants, Hilltop Hoods. On tour to support their sixth studio album, Drinking from the Sun, Hilltop Hoods will hit Vancouver April 3rd at Venue. Doors are at 8 and this will be a 19-plus event. Tickets are on sale now at unionevents.com, ticketmaster.ca, and, of course, Zulu and Beat Street Records. Get your daily dose of hip-hop with Hilltop Hoods. Presented by Union Events, April 3rd at Venue. Friday, March 30th, it's a quadruple threat at the Interurban. Catch the Shilohs, Hello Moon, the High Drops, and Dan Williams Art Show. With DJs Elliot Way and JP Doucette, shoegazing is definitely allowed as you chill to the sounds of folk, experimental, and dreamy rock pop all night long. Doors are at 8 and advance tickets are available at Scratch Records. That's the Shilohs, Hello Moon, and the High Drops. The Shilohs at the Interurban Gallery are proudly sponsored by CITR. your head where the light always crept through the glass to your bed and you breathe and your breath it is mine and your heart when it stops when it starts when it's fast it's mine
was Jordan Clausen. Yes, it was. Who Brenda was saying is probably a Mennonite. Yeah, but but don't take my word for it. She's an expert. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, Jordan Clausen. The track was Go To Me off his EP. Um, he's been getting some press. Does his EP have a name? Uh, the EP is called Kindness. Mm, very kind. I know. That's so nice. Um, Gray has left us. His mom came and collected him. Goodbye, Gray, but we'll see you tomorrow. Yes, if you're interested in hearing more of Gray's adventures, he'll be on the air tomorrow Mm -hmm. with um, maybe Radio Zero or Nardwire. We will see. We will see. We have listening parties every Friday at noon where you can hear the music that came into the station and help decide whether it gets added into our library or not. Um, And you can help Sarah with our music department. Yes. Um, are we ready to make a pairing, or did we want to save that? I think we're ready. All right, all right. What's our pairing this week, Brenda? Well, well, you know how you go in, in different stages of life, and you appreciate different music at those stages. And yes, at, I do. At one point in my life, I had a pile of friends who uh, used to throw an annual top ten party. And you'd pick your top ten albums, and you would... It, you'd be like your Desert, Desert Island Discs at that point in life? Well, it was top ten albums of that year. Okay, yeah. So that meant, and since I wasn't at a campus radio station where all the albums came into it, it required a fair amount of research. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to look stupid in front of my friends who knew so much about music. So I would go to Music Trader, the best CD shop in Winnipeg, and listen for hours to new albums. But one of my friends, uh, Chris Neufeld, uh, mm-hmm. Dennison Whitmer, was on his top ten, and that's how I got introduced to Dennison Whitmer, who's a very, um, a very careful and um, careful. Uh, maybe careful is the wrong word. He he's got that craft, that songwriting craft. So he he's writes. A, he's very, a singer songwriter. Yeah, with a guitar. Yeah, um, good lyrics. Great, good lyrics. Um, great heartfelt songs. Yeah, so, he has a really nice voice. Yes. And he is playing on March 17th at the Biltmore Cabaret. And uh, what's what's that being paired with? Um, I have never been there, but Jordy recommended Cafeteria. So the thing they both have in common is that you'll want to savor them. And um, I would like to point out that this is not a pairing to like just grab your buddy and go on unless you are attempting to take this buddy to the <laughs> next level. <laughs> This is a wooing extravaganza. Cafeteria is a nice restaurant. We would recommend you make a reservation if uh, if you're going on a Friday night. And um, and Dennis Whitmer is like a smooth a smooth whiskey. It's like a smooth whiskey <laughs> to cap off your night. It's not like you know bringing some girl you like to a punk show where you're going to get all sweaty and people are going to bump into you all night. You know, this is like a nice. Yeah, this is this is like. Um, 
to play to someone when you want to stare deep into their eyes music? <laughs> is that, that the kind of music we're, we're about to hear? It's true. <laughs> Even the, the concept is making me uncomfortable. But yes, <laughs> if you want to win someone over, this is the date you should take them on and make a reservation at Cafeteria because apparently it is difficult to get into. On short notice it is, anyways. Yeah, so you'll want to uh, leave several hours to savor your meal. And um, this song is called Little Flowers. And uh, we're going to put it on now, and uh, I'm, we'll, uh, we'll leave you, but I'm going to uh, attempt to stare into Brenda's eyes and make her feel uncomfortable I'm while so it's playing. I'm so uncomfortable. How you found me out, I still never understand. Thoughts you can't take with you when you go You were waving flags that bear the colors of your love I didn't know Orange for the vineyards Blue is for the river Green goes like a hillside covered now White does not surrender Despite what you've been told It's clouds of hope That fall on me
I'm John K. Sampson from The Weaker Thans, and you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM.
we're back. That was The Winter Mitts um, off of the album Oceans. That was uh, Le Paradis. Brendo, you were saying that you prefer her when she's singing in French. I do. Do you speak French? Poorly. Do you understand what she's singing? Uh, I wasn't... Yeah, I wasn't paying attention enough. Sorry. <laughs> Is it just the aesthetics of the sound? The French does sound better than English. Yeah, I think um, like with her voice and the melodies that that when she does it, when she sings in French, I don't know, it just seems more more liquid and. I find when people sing in a romantic language, it sounds more romantic. Oh, are we back on the romance? That's all romance show all the time. I know. Just got it a month late. The romance missed me in February, so aim for it in March. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's, there's still some, there's still time. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, Winter Mitts are another local band, and all the bands we've played so far, except for Nico Case, um, are local bands. Nico Case and Bad Bad, not bad. Got started in Vancouver. Yes, you're right. American, and she, her first bands played in Shindig, CITR's Battle of the Bands, and we have her on record playing in our lounge. Yes, that was Nico Case right before um, that album was called middle it's off the album middle cyclone and that's a harry nielsen cover called don't forget me it's one of my favorite Mm -hmm. tracks she has a great voice um we should play this interview that uh by interview i mean conversation that me and my girlfriend peanut butter and jams correspondent darcy brooch had uh about la brasserie which uh well if you don't know what it is listen for a second it's great great place but we will tell you about it in the interview Hi, this is Jordy, uh, here with Darcy. Hi. My girlfriend and Peanut Butter and Jam's correspondent. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are going to be talking about a place we went recently um, that you may have heard of already. It's called La Brasserie. They have a food cart, which is how they have two food carts. They're very close to each other. One is next to the Vancouver Canada. City Centre Candle Line uh, station. And they serve chicken sandwiches that are delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but we didn't go to the food cart, um, though I heartily recommend it. Hardly? I heartily. Ah. Like, uh, my heart. Okay. <laughs> um, but we went to La Brasserie. Mm-hmm. And it's a, would you say French-German? Yeah, French-German or Belgian, one of the other. In that region, definitely influences of both. Yes. And um, it's pretty small. Mm-hmm. They don't do reservations. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit pricey, but not as expensive as, say, cafeteria or Hawksworth or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the food was so good. It was very good. Um, what did you get? Uh, so I got the mushroom, wild mushroom ragu. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, basically just, um, basically as it sounds, so there's just a lot of wild mushrooms well, over people a... People might not, not know what ragu is. You didn't know until after you ordered it's it. It's true, I didn't. <laughs> um, it, it looked ra- like ragu was um, kind of like a smaller potato gnocchi, mm-hmm. um, but much smaller than you'd normally see. Um and yeah, and it had a lot of wild mushrooms on it, and it had some green beans and some asparagus. Yeah, which was great. 
And it was uh, it was all pretty tasty. Oh yeah, it was. There was great. something else in there too. There was a winter root vegetable, some sort of turnips, maybe. Yeah, yeah, some sort of root vegetable. I believe it was turnip. It was. Yeah. I, I didn't really uh, pay close attention, but it was very good because the wild mushroom to ragu ratio was great. They had more mushrooms than uh, than filler pasta, yes. which you would normally not expect from a place where. You know, mushrooms can be expensive. So you'd Especially think that, wild ones. Exactly. You'd think that they would try and skimp on that, but they gave you plenty. And the size is really good. So definitely filled me up. Yeah. And uh, I had um, Bratwurst, <laughs> which is our waitress had an accent, and that's how she pronounced it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it was two um, handmade sausages that they make in house. Um, on half a bed of mashed potatoes and half a bed of sauerkraut mm-hmm. with some... Um, there was an applesauce involved, but the applesauce wasn't as notice- wasn't that noticeable. It was kind of blended in with the gravy mm-hmm. that came uh, with it. But the sauerkraut was not too sour, and it was cooked and warm and it was delicious it tasted very fresh yeah it tasted like homemade fresh sauerkraut mm-hmm. um or i don't know if it was fresh because you have to preserve well not fresh but you know but fresh tasting yeah yeah mashed potatoes were very smooth mm-hmm. and thick and there was lots of all of it and the sausages were delicious the sausages were great yeah and then we had dessert mm-hmm. and we shared it and it was a lavender creme brulee yes Delicious. Which had um, a crust for that you could that you had to crack open like you should on good Norm- creme brulee. Normal creme brulee, yeah. yeah. It was lavender flavored. Mm-hmm. Um, it was nice. It was it was light and refreshing. I wouldn't say it was too heavy of a dessert. Um, there are other options that we didn't get were the lemon tart, which mm-hmm. you really wanted. And some sort I of I lost the rock, paper, scissors battle. <laughs> yeah. I really wanted the creme brulee. Um, and some sort of chocolate souffle, which sounded a little heavy and rich. They said it was heavy. The, the waitress said it was heavy and rich. Yeah. So the creme brulee was perfect. I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. Yeah. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, it is... It do, they don't take reservations. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning on going on like a Friday or a Saturday, be prepared to wait. Mm-hmm. But if you go during the week, we went on Monday? Monday. Monday. Then it was, there wasn't any wait when we went, which was nice. Uh, they have a great beer selection, although mm-hmm. the beer is a little bit steep, 7 or $8, but they give you half liters mm-hmm. of draft, which is uh, I, the European style, a centiliter of, uh, half a centiliter of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or... No, half a, it would say 50 centiliters, five centiliters. Sure. I'm not sure. Either way. 50 centiliters. That's how the Europeans do it. Yeah. The what I imagine that I said it the way the Europeans do. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Clearly I'm not. No. Um, is there anything else? Oh, where's La Brasserie? It's on Davy and Thurlow. Yes. It's a really tiny little place, so you might miss it. Um, but it's really nice. It's really across nice from the Denny's. Yes, right across from the Denny's and Oasis Pub. Yes. Um, 
Yeah, it was really nice inside. The atmosphere was really nice. The wait staff seems very nice and knowledgeable, and friendly. <clears throat> okay, I think we're I think we've covered everything. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the brasserie. Mm-hmm. You should go. Enjoy.
was Japan Droids, uh, Younger Us, which I believe was a single uh, that they put out on a 7-inch. And before that, we heard Cousins. What do you know about Cousins, Brenda? They're a band from Halifax. Yeah. I really like them. Uh, their album, I think it was Our Town, I listened to over and over and over. It was introduced to me um, by Hugo, who has a show called Hugo yes. on Fridays. It's a great show. You should check it out. He's great also show. in a band called Weed. Weed. Which is a pretty great band. Mm-hmm. Um, if we have time, we might be able to slip some of that in later. Um, we do have some a little bit more music planned. Uh, Brenda, which of these would you like to hear the most? Okay, just to let our, our listening audience know, we've got a choice between Destroyer, Jay Arner, or... That's uh, Pink Mountain Tops there and Brastronaut. And Brastronaut. Um, I think we should start with Jay Arner. All right, let's put on some Jay Arner. Since I missed his CD release party. Did you? Mm-hmm. Jay Arner is also in uh, Fine Mist, and uh, he plays drums in a number of bands and produces a number of albums. What was the band him and Megan were in before Fine Mist? International Falls or possibly The Poison Dart. Um, They were in, I think, both of those bands. People keep talking about International Falls. I was, that was kind of before my time, but I have heard good things about International Mm -hmm. Falls. Um, But this disc is not being recognized okay. by our CD player. Let's, Backup plan. Let's, uh, Brenda, yes, what did Jordy. you have for lunch? I had some leftover pizza. Leftover pizza? Where was it from? Well, we actually had, um, <laughs> so we had a meeting last night. It was myself and our music director and our program director and our technical guy, Brad, and we had a meeting about... Radio regulatory compliance. It was very exciting, and we made homemade pizza. So if you're going to have a meeting, making homemade pizza is probably the best way to do it. What kind of pizza did you make? Uh, Well, I made dough from scratch, so we had homemade pizza dough. And then Freya Zaltz, who is a lawyer and consults with every station, Um, campus community station every time we need help we give her a call and she is invaluable she brought three kinds of meat three so there was chunks of chicken there was capicola and pepperoni and then we had onions green peppers mushrooms spinach so these these um these pizza pieces were about three inches high it was pretty pretty great. That does sound pretty great. Um, it looks like this CD is irrevocably broken, and I can't find Jay Arner's Bandcamp page, so uh, how about we listen to some Fine Mist? Jay Arner is in this band. Sure. And uh, you should check out his solo stuff, even if you can't right now. <laughs> Yeah. 
And welcome back. You are listening to Peanut Butter and Jabs on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And that was Fine Mist off of their album, Public Domain. Brenda. Yes, Jordy. You said you promised us that we would talk about Cafe Medina. I did. Uh, did you go recently? Yes, I went with my friend Jeanette. Uh, hi, we, Jeanette. Hi, Jeanette. Thank you for suggesting it. Uh, Jeanette introduced me to Cafe Medina. Jeanette likes to go early because the lineups are really bad. The lineups are insane. They're really bad. So last, the first time we got there, like before 10, and then we got in and ate at the bar, which was really nice. The, this time, I think I said I'd meet her at her house at 10 or 10.30. And then by the time we got there, it was like quarter to 11. And there was a huge lineup. Mm-hmm. It was like a crowd around. We waited for 45 minutes. I have not seen a... Well, maybe Seb's. Seb's is the only comparable brunch line I've seen in town. Yeah, but I've never seen Seb's like turn into a crowd on the street. It's pretty amazing. So Jeanette knows the... very popular, anyways. Yeah, Sebs. I like Sebs a lot, and it's close to my house. Yes, Sebs is great, but Cafe Medina is also very popular. This is what we're talking about. We can talk about Sebs some other time. Back on topic. Yeah, so the the smart thing to do when you're at Cafe Medina and you're outside in the cold, um, rubbing your hands together because they are so freezing, is to go in and get your waffles in advance. So you order your lattes from the bar, and you get these little plates of waffles, and they're different chocolate dipping sauces. Are they all chocolate? Uh, I'm not sure. They have four different kinds. The only kind I've tried is chocolate with lavender, which is very tasty. I think there's a white chocolate one. I can't remember for sure, mm. though, which is only kind of chocolate. But So it was pretty tasty. Um, yes. Uh, did, did you eventually get in? We did, and we had a lovely breakfast. How would you describe the food there, the breakfast food? Uh, since the waffles are the thing you try first, the, the food is all savory. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't a huge menu, but it's all, like, meats and beans and eggs. Like, there isn't any of those, like, pancakes or waffles or fruit sauce, you know. It's uh, Spanish-influenced, is that? I'm not sure. It's next to Sham Bar, and it's owned by the same oh, is it, people. Is it Belgian, then? Yeah, so it might be Belgian-influenced. Mm. Yeah, and then they expand into Shambar when the lineup's really bad. Which is all every yeah. weekend. which is always. Yeah. Yes. And the funny thing is that everyone working there seems to have an accent. Actually, when I went there, I noticed the same thing. I guess they want to hire people who will know the food well. Maybe, but accents from all different places. They're all beautiful people from all over the world with accents, except for the owner. Who just fetishizes people with accents? It's possible. It's possible. Yeah, but he had some great crowd management skills because he'd come out and manage the crowd, and everybody was in a list, and there was roll call, and then, you know, there were strict rules about making sure your party was there. And, yeah, so he had to do some crowd management. Exactly. What sort of food did you get? I had the cassoulet, which is uh, eggs and three different kinds of meat on a pile of beans. That sounds pretty filling. It it was. You know, it was a very satisfying breakfast. It wasn't as flavorful as it could have been. You've been waiting that long. You're pretty hungry. Oh, pretty hungry. Yeah. Good thing the waffle tied tied us over. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. 
And then other times I have tried the paella, which I would recommend instead of the cassoulet. I had the paella once, and it was good, but I didn't feel it was worth the wait. Mm-hmm. I like brunch, but I hate waiting in line for brunch, and I think that Cafe Medina is not... Like, you don't go to brunch that early in the... Or don't... You don't have to go to get up early to go for brunch, and you don't want to wait in line for brunch, uh, and you don't want to pay a lot of money for brunch. And Cafe Medina is a little bit on the pricey side, especially as brunch places go. It, it's a bit, yeah, of a higher brow lunch place, brunch I, place. As much as I like eating brunch, I would recommend going to whatever shitty diner is near your house <laughs> instead of Cafe Medina. I have noticed that. Um, that Vancouver brunch, the wave, the wave that it happened seems to be a bit later than in other cities. It's like everyone really went out the night before. And instead of like the brunch wave being around 10 and 10.30, you know, the places where I tend to go to, that late wave hits around like 11. Well, if you got up early enough to actually go to brunch, you're usually not too hungover to just make breakfast for yourself. Does that make sense? Oh, she's Yeah, but I... I, I I think in other cities it's different. I don't think so. The rush happens that it it happens earlier. No. I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe we that. need to do a scientific study on brunch. Yes, we will get the peanut butter and jams science team on that <laughs> to do some statistical analysis on when people go for brunch. Okay. Anyway, so that was Cafe Medina. Go for the waffles. The waffles are pretty good. I would recommend going on a weekday. When mm. no one else is going. And take your parents when they're here to visit. That would be kind of perfect. And yeah, then they nice pay for to breakfast, yeah. too. And it, that, yeah, that can deal with the price, too. Um, so let's move into some more music. This is a band called Brastronaut. Maybe you've heard of them.
And that was Pink Mountain Top's Holiday off of the album Outside Love. And uh, what were we listening to before that, Brenda? Do you remember? Oh, Brastronaut. <laughs> I really like Brastronaut. I wasn't testing you. I forgot myself. <laughs> no, it's all right. I had to peek at our play sheet. Brastronaut. And um, we both know people in Brastronaut. They're a great band. They have a lot of instruments. They've got a clarinet and some upright bass. Yeah. And uh, so this has been Peanut Butter and Jams. Uh, and I uh, hope you've enjoyed listening to this show. Um, we will be podcasting it later. So uh, if you uh, only caught the end of it, you can go listen to the, it from the beginning. Um, Darren is uh, back in the studio uh, doing stereoscopic readout. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll be coming on pretty soon after we play you a couple of ads. Got to ask yourself yeah. one question. Ads. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Your neighborhood indie theater that promotes all things cool. Fear not, the Rio lives on. This March at the Rio, catch the Bad Plus Live Friday, March 9th at 7 p.m. sharp. From the 10th through the 13th, don't miss People of a Feather. Featuring groundbreaking footage from seven winters spent in the Arctic, People of a Feather takes you through time into the world of Inuit on the Belcher Islands in Hudson Bay. This film connects the past, present, and future within the unique cultural relationship between the Inuit and the Eider Duck. Wednesday, March 14th at the Rio, it's the Evil Bastard Karaoke Experience at 8 p.m. Thursday, March 15th, it's a live show with Patrick Maliha presenting the Legion of Stand-Up Comedians. For more of what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit riotheatre.ca slash schedule. To join the community Fight Back for the rights of the Rio Theatre, visit facebook.com and search Rio Theatre. Got to ask yourself one question. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating.